Uh, Jay, to let you know, obviously, from Survivor Series, I've walked out the winner, I believe. You came second, and Ash came last. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I came first. Not the first time that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Ashley, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you keep playing with that fucking pop filter and I have to keep editing out your fucking constant mic bloody knocks on this edit, I'm going to come over there and I'm going to slap your ass so hard. I'd rather have Jay do it, to be honest. Well, I'm available. Hey, by the way. Wrestling. <laughs> Roll it. Welcome back to Three Men, One Fall. Not two men today. Not two men, no. Unfortunately. Really quick, off of the back of the Survivor Series uh, review, we're coming at you with the weekly roll-up. Keep roll-up, 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 what? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, there is that, yeah. Who are the uh, <laughs> Who are the three men? Jay's here. It's me, Ashley. And I'm Russ. Thanks again Whee! for joining us. Let's have a look at the news then. So... This week, this actually, this has only broken uh, in the last sort of couple of hours. So we're recording this on the 25th. And uh, Dave Meltzer has reported the passing of Bob Ryder. Uh, Bob Ryder, you may know, is the, well, he's a co-founder for TNA along with Jeff and Jerry Jarrett. Uh, back in 2002, it was Bob that joined forces with them to give us the TNA that we, I was going to say the TNA we know and love today, but obviously it's you know vastly different. So, Meltzer tweeted, Bob Ryder was found dead at his home in Nashville by police today. We don't know more, but he had fallen yesterday and was on advanced chemo. Impact officials Mm. couldn't get in touch with him and went to his home and he never answered. Police were called and found him dead. Uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously there's more to come out of that story, but that's really, really sad. Yeah, that is really sad. I didn't know that he was battling cancer. No. A lot of people keep it to themselves, don't they? I think so. Because I think he was still working with Impact, um, Mm. according to WrestleNews.co. So he was actually still doing the... Well, he was working the travel and the logistics for the company. But uh, I'm just reading now, actually. It does say that he was battling cancer for the last several years. It's a shame, that is. I know. It's, It's terrible. You don't want to ever hear about untimely passings at all. And I know we don't know all the ins and outs of stuff at the moment, but to, you know, Bob Ryder's friends and family, obviously we wish the best and rest in peace, Bob Ryder. Absolutely. So, um, lighter news for the week. I do need to report to you both that in WWE, a streak has been broken. 
Which streak is that? Lana now has the streak of nine and one. Because for nine consecutive weeks, she was put through the table. And this week, she was not put through the table. Hey! Oh, my God. The streak I is I can't broken. believe that. Nine <laughs> weeks in a row. I mean, yep. that's, that is a record. It, I think it is a record. The Dudleys would be gushing at something like that, to be honest. But come on, though. That just goes to show again the quality of WWE doing the same thing for nine weeks in a row. Odd call, but obviously with the Survivor Series result, like we said um, in the review, you know, Lana being the sole survivor, technically she was, although she didn't get yeah. a pinfall victory. Uh, it was by count L, but she, as the sole survivor, it'd be interested to see what they are going to do with the moving forwards. I'll but, tell you what, I've got a bit of news on. I'm not sure if you two picked this up or not. Um, it was either last week or um, sometime this week that um, Lana is actually battling with like depression. And AEW tweeted out to Lana saying, um, uh, "If I think I've paraphrased, but it was something along the lines of, if you um, ever need anyone to tell you how great you are, hit us up. We're always here for you, etc., etc." So not her husband mm. then? No, it was just it was the AEW actual AEW Twitter account. So I'm assuming it had been Cody or some of the execs or something. Hmm. Wow, well, that's well, you never want to hear something like that, do you? Is there any more details on that? Well, I think it was um, obviously because of the lockdowns and COVID and everything. Um, she she said something like she didn't really have a lot of people to talk to. And um, obviously every time she went online, it was people like trolling her or just saying yeah. like mean stuff and shit. So um, she just said she feels like she's completely closed off in that. So it, it's another one of them, isn't it? It's a... You'd have thought, you know, you'd have thought people would have learned after the Hanukkah Mora stuff, but it just, you know, it seems like nobody really gives a shit, do they? I just keep going. Well, I know. Looking into it a little bit more, it looks as though um, potentially it may have kicked in even even more so after Miro uh, left WWE. So, yeah. yeah. Which I suppose, you know, basically been on the road together and worked together for all those years, and yeah, now now your husband's gone. Yeah. Mm. And you're there, and whatever else you you know may be contributing towards those those emotions, and you know you don't have your husband there. I'm sure she has a support network there, uh, but you know sometimes that's just not enough. You know, and that's that's to no fault of anybody's. It's just that's the fortunately the spiral. I think you you can fall down. But yeah, you're right. You know, social media stuff. You know, when people just want to troll and and say negative and hurtful things, it never helps anything. It, it literally just has no place. Nope. It doesn't. And honestly, I think when her contract's up, she will definitely go with her husband, which is, you know, rightly so, really. I think, yeah, just whatever makes her happy is what she needs to do long term. And if that means that, you know, she will be happy staying in WWE, then more power to her. But ultimately, yeah, I think the decision's hers to make when the time comes. Yeah, I mean, if it, you know, if it was me, and like, as you just said, being on the road all the time with your husband and then all of a sudden you're not, if it were me, you know, I'd if I had the opportunity to go and work where he's working, I would absolutely do it, you know? So, for me, obviously it depends on her situation, but for me, it's a no-brainer. Especially if she's getting trolled in that as well. You know, you want yeah. you want your husband there, don't you, really? Yeah, but I think... Or wherever it may be. That would have happened no matter where she went. No, I know, but, you know, at least if you're physically with your husband, it's not going to affect you as much because you've got that reassurance, haven't you? I think I the problem is, is it's the it's the industry itself, isn't it? Because wrestling is so demanding, and yeah. you're on the road quite a lot. 
you know, it's one of those where you're already not going to see each other as much as you would for your average day job, you know, because it's not uncommon at all for couples to work at separate places. But, you know, you can always go home to each other, you know, you might be working different shifts, but, you know, pretty much you're going to go home to each other and, you know, spend quality time. But you don't really get that so much with the wrestling industry. Yeah, I know it's a lot no, better yeah. than it used to be. An AEW schedule from what the talent sort of says is, is really, really good. And especially during the COVID um, situation that we're having, obviously, you know, the time on the road is, is much less, even at the moment. So maybe it's not quite as bad as it would normally be. But, yeah, you know, it's got to be really difficult when you, you barely see your, your other half. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And um, Pack returned. Yes, probably, yes. probably a bit a bit of old news now, really. But uh, it was nice to see him back. Um, absolutely, it, it was nice to see him rekindle with um, the Lucha Bros and bring Death Triangle back. And yeah, I was going to say, how set today, some up with um, set some up with Eddie Edwards, <laughs> Eddie Kingston, <laughs> Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be great. Yeah, that's really, really nice good to see him back. Yeah, yeah, really, really happy to see him back. It's been so, so long. Yeah, that was his first match that he had on Dynamite. That was his first match in eight months. Doesn't really seem to have much ring rust at all either. No, it looks really good. Yeah, it was really good. Do you think it's going to be a six-man or do you think it's going to be a one-on-one with um, Kingston at Revolution? Um, I'd prefer to see a one-on-one, but I think whatever they do, it would be good. Yeah. Just, I just want to see them flesh it out a little bit, keep it going for a bit longer. Like I said before, you know, one of the criticisms of AEW is that I just want to see some storylines go on just a bit longer, you know? And that's only because I'm invested in the characters. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Are we going to mention um, Shaquille O'Neal's uh, probable, probable appearance at AEW in, in the future then? It's going to uh, happen. I think it's going to happen, yeah. I thought you was going to say for a minute, are we going to mention Shaquille O'Neal's possible in-ring debut? Because that's been rumoured for, well, since the dawn of the dinosaurs, I think. Yeah. I know, it was years and years ago, he was meant to have that one with a big show. Do you know why that didn't happen? No, I don't know why that didn't wasn't there? Uh, he said that they... he Shaquille O'Neal said that WWE said he was not in ring shape to compete. Uh, right. Okay. Well, okay then. I mean, I, I don't see how that makes sense. Considering he's physically fit, you know, with being a basketballer, ex-basketballer, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure he's still I would have, you know, I would have thought he, you know, it's not like he, he would have been sat about doing nothing, yeah. is it? I hope this well. isn't another Mike Tyson, Jericho situation. Talking of Tyson, though, he's in such good shape for his age now as well. He's, well, you know, props to that guy. He's been really fucking working it. Well, it's this Saturday, as we're calling. Yeah, yeah. But have you he's read... box office. I don't know, but have you read what's... They're not allowed to knock each other out. There's no judges, but So if, what is it then? <laughs> it's an expedition, but if the first person cut, if someone gets cut, they lose. But you can't right. knock anyone out. Well, so it's that, basically that first makes blood. no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, but mm. with boxing gloves, you're usually cut within... If you get yeah. a proper hit, you're going to get cut. Unless Tyson goes mental and does an Ivan Drago on him. <laughs> well, he could bite... Um, Roy Jones Jr.'s ear, um, ear off. Yeah, I was going to say. Be nice, it'd be nice to see Tyson back in the ring, even if it is a quote-unquote exhibition. Uh, I would have preferred it if it was just a normal boxing match, though, because, like, to, I, honestly, I think Tyson could still go. Probably. And it'd be nice to just see him knock him out, really. <laughs> it'd be funny if he does win this fight and then gets a title shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, well... 
this is the thing. Like everyone's like counted him out. Like oh, he's, he's too old. He's you know he, he can't keep up with the young ones these days. But I guess it all depends on what happens with this one. Really, I mean, I know if they're not seeing the Hangover. <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> it Man Three, great films. Yeah. It Man's great films. I haven't seen the fourth yet. No, I haven't seen it yet. If anybody out there seen the fourth, let us know what it's like. Comment down yeah. below. <laughs> so I think let's address the elephant in the room. Um, I thought she went this in this year. <laughs> so, well, this month I should say is the it did mark the fifteenth, uh, fifteen year anniversary of the passing of Eddie Guerrero, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's a bit strange because obviously we haven't even really mentioned this at all during any of the episodes this month. And it's uh, it's kind of our own fault, really. I mean, basically, just to kind of call ourselves out, we had the intention to do a full episode uh, just celebrating the career of, of Eddie. And the problem is that with this month, and again, you know, because we all work our full-time job, so it, it can be difficult sometimes making sure that we we get the quality Um of, of whatever topical episode we want to do. And I think with something, especially for something like that, we just wanted to make sure that we do it right. And so, you know, I think that's probably why we can, I mean, we can use it a bit of time now to, to just talk a little bit about Eddie and, you know, but yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's just, you know, apologies really to everybody. You know, we, we absolutely do want to get the episode out there, but like I say, we just want to do it right. Don't we? Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's what it's all about. Exactly. And, um, you know, if we have to rush anything just to get it out there, you know, we don't want to be those kind of, you know, we're not that kind of content creator. And, and we, you know, the downloads and everything, we always thank everybody for listening. And, and it really is important. Like, that's how, you know, we're going to be able to grow. And yeah. with feedback, that's how we grow. But, you know, we're not, we're not click, but like the last thing we're ever going to want to be is clickbait. You know, we don't want to just put things out there just for the sake of putting it out there. If we're going to put it out, we want it to be right. And, you know, yeah, and whether you exactly. agree with what we say yeah. or not, um, you know, that's yeah. that's absolutely fine. But as long as we're happy with what we're putting out yeah. and, you know, we feel that there's a that it does whatever we talk about justice, especially when it's something like Eddie Guerrero. Eddie was yeah. one of the all time best yeah. and he was the first uh, wrestling death that genuinely made me cry. Yeah, same. Exactly same here, actually, yeah. Because I remember, I think, well, it's a bit of a corny thing to say, but I think anyone that is a, you know, like a diehard wrestling fan like we are, um, can probably remember where they were when they found out Eddie Guerrero passed Never away. Never forget. No, no. Because it was weird. I looked and I was at home. Look, when I, Funny thing is, I went on the WWE website like an hour before it came up. And then all of a sudden it went back on and Eddie Guerrero died. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I just, couldn't be- just yeah. cannot believe it. Yeah. I'll tell you how I found out. Mine was awful, to be honest, because I was walking to school and um, you know how it is with your, well, I want to say buddies, but, you know, people that you go to school with, essentially, um, you know, you might knock around with, but... They'd tease me, you know, for liking wrestling. We all have people like that at school. Oh, yeah. We? We, we've yeah. mentioned that before. But, oh, absolutely. You know, and um, we was, you know, walking up to school. This is about a half hour walk. And, you know, they're saying to me, oh, yeah, you heard Eddie Guerrero's dead. Eddie's dead. Eddie Guerrero's dead. And I'm like, you know, and these are the same people that will always take the piss out of me for liking wrestling, you know. So, you know, I'm just like, oh, shut up. No, he's not. No, he's not. But obviously there's a bit of doubt in me because, you know, I'm feeling a bit naive and whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, nah. 
So you get to school, you know, just before I go into sort of the the opening sort of tutoring lesson, kickstart your day. Uh, went into the the old learning centre, the library. Yeah, good old place. And um, Got some memories in there. Yeah, and I, I logged on. Same thing as, as you, Ash, and I went on to um, www.com and there it was, clear as day. And I was like, Jesus Christ, he's actually dead. And I was in shock. Like, I was literally just in shock, like, the whole day. And it was only until, I got, like, when I got home, and, you know, I was in sort of, like, the comfort of my own home that it sort of hit me. And, yeah, man, I, I was, you know, genuinely, genuinely cried. Mm. And that's that wasn't, like, anything bad against, like, anybody, you know, that had passed away previous it's just that i was really drawn to eddie as a kid as well and yeah. i still kind of like was caught up in kayfabe as you should be you know mm. when you're a kid and you know he was one of my favorite wrestlers and it was just really really sad really sad it was similar for me again it was at school because i didn't have any internet or anything um when i was younger at home or nothing so the only news i'd find out was either through watching wwe or through school magazines you know whatever it may be I think it might have been Ashley, it might have been one of our other mates, um, when we was at school, and obviously they said, oh, have you heard the news? And I was like, what? And it was obviously, it may have been Ash, actually, they said about, oh, Eddie Guerrero's dead, and I was just, again, like you, I was in shock, I couldn't believe it, I was just like, a bit speechless, to be honest, it was, yeah, it was a real shocker. Mm. I'll tell you what, though, I mean, I, it was, must have been a week, a week or two ago now, I watched the uh, Hall of Fame induction, and that, uh, that made me well up and shed a bit of a tear as well. Yeah, that's not easy that to watch. That is sad. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the first time I've watched it since it actually happened. So. It's even harder it, to watch yeah. it when, like, with Benoit. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, you know, knowing what happened to him just two years later, and you just know that, that, that Eddie's passing had, you know, a, a big impact on his mental health. Yeah. You always, know, going forwards. I always remember when he died, Benoit. Yeah, I mean, that's... I get that. And then finding I, out I what happened, be, and we don't want to talk about, but... Yeah, that'll be something for another time, I think, if at all. You know, it's been covered to, It's been covered enough. I don't know if we go into it, really. I mean, it is what it is, but... You know, Eddie, we, we, we will do the episode at some point um, when we feel that we're ready to do it. But yeah, I mean, 15 years, man... Guys, that's gone so so fast. I literally don't understand where the time's gone. Well, when you think last yeah. year, last year was the twentieth anniversary of Owen Hart's death. Yeah, I know. And then that feels like it's gone quick, crazy. It is. It is. It's absolutely crazy. Wrestling really never was the same without Eddie, and um, you know, wrestling was is all the worse for it, really. But you know, and that's not to say wrestling's bad. Or anything now. I mean, it certainly has its moments where you just sometimes you watch something and you question why you're still watching wrestling to begin with. But it was never really quite the same once Eddie passed, and there ne- there never will be another Eddie. Oh hell no! No matter how many times WWE have tried, no. And 15 years has proven that there will never be another Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. So you know, 15 years on, and we still at least at least his son's doing well. <laughs> he, is the, he is his puppy. <laughs> Yeah, we've got, we've got to lighten it up a bit, haven't we? you got to lighten it up a bit. So, well, speaking of lightening it up, there was a, there was a, I mean, I, you know, don't like calling out botches, but uh, yeah, Raw, tag team match, New Day and The Hurt yeah. Business. 
I haven't seen this myself, but I know I know what happened. You might find this quite funny. It is it is funny, but no one gets hurt, so that's a good thing. But yeah, it is funny. No one gets hurt but the hurt business. Hey. No, that's it. I, I, I just know there was a double... Is it, double it was a double count-out, weren't it? That wasn't meant to happen. No. That was not the booked finish for the match. But, of course, the referees, um, you know, they're instructed to you know, just carry real. on. Yeah, exactly. It was just funny, you know, stuff like that happens. You just think, oh, God. One of the best stories out of that is the one Cody tells about Ted DiBiase in that six-man tag. Oh, that's one of the funniest stories ever. Oh, it's brilliant. And he's like, when Ted DiBiase comes backstage... Where's that referee? He tried to fuck on me. The story was it was a six-man tag between the original Sin Cara, Daniel Bryan, and Ezekiel Jackson against uh, Wade Barrett, Cody, and Ted DiBiase. And apparently the finish of the match was meant to be Ezekiel Jackson coming with the victory. But what happened was, during the match, Daniel Bryan does a drop corner drop kick against Ted DiBiase. And the referee does a free count for no reason. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is great, really. Uh, well, there's one moment on Raw I found hilarious. And I think MVP almost did as well. He did a backstage segment with Riddle, where Riddle's just being like a sto- his stoner self. And then MVP's like, I don't care about what you think or what your ideas are. And then Matt Riddle does a, ah. And MVP cracks a smile and has to hide, <laughs> has to hide it has to hide it for one second, but I swear he was about to uh, laugh. Oh man, I'm gonna have to check that out. So, um, what what else have we got for the news? Anything? Yeah, well, Jay, we need to talk a bit more about the Undertaker retirement. Uh, obviously, me and Ash went over it on the Survivor Series review, but yeah, now it's uh, now we need to listen to your thoughts, mate. Yeah. Come on, Jake. Right. Well, <laughs> where 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 do we get? Where do I begin with this one then? So I'll start from the beginning then. Um, can, before I before I start shitting on stuff, I just want to put out there that I do love the Undertaker, and he's one of my favorite, one of my all time favorites. You know, you can't take anything away from the guy. He's one of the absolute best. One of the absolute best. But um, yeah. So the first thing then was that. They spent about 15 or so minutes getting all these legends in the ring for only then for them to cut to like a, cut the segment, cut to a break or whatever it was. And then when they come back, they're all gone. And obviously this was supposed to be like honouring the Undertaker, you know. They never even said a word. They came out, got in the ring, had a bit of a clap and then they were gone. So firstly, what the fucking hell was the point of that? Yeah, it was a bit weird seeing that at yeah. first, to be honest, because you didn't see him again. Because we mentioned about Kane being the only one in his gimmick, but yeah, it was nice to see the Godwins. It was nice to see uh, Rikishi. It was nice to see him, but it just seemed pointless to me. Like, if you're going to get him out there, give him a microphone, let him say something like, let him share a story of, you know, Taker or whatever. You know, it'd be... Better than just getting him in the ring for them to just cut it. I mean, I don't see the point. It's so they could play Metallica music, that's why. <laughs> that was good, though. I, I, I did like the video package. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. It was really good. But it was a, it was a bit odd. So like, that was the first bit. And then the second bit, obviously, it was nice to see Vince. Oh, by the way, Vince is looking really fucking old. Yeah, we said, actually, about this, because, well, Ash said um, that it looks like maybe he had Botox done. Yeah. It definitely looked different. Yeah. 
It, it did. It, it did. It, that struck me as well. I thought like he's either looking really fucking old, like really ill, or like some something. He's had something has changed in his face. Like as 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 said, it, it could be like Botox in the the cheeks, or it's, it's something is different. Something is different about him. Uh, but yeah, it was nice to see Vince, and obviously you could see he was sort of on the edge of welling up and that. But this is another thing, right? So this is a ceremony to celebrate one of the greatest of all time in any wrestling business, 30 years to the day. And then he comes out. Obviously, the Paul Bearer hologram uh, was really nice. That was really good. Oh, yeah, definitely. But he yeah. comes out, literally says, I'm off. But pretty much, I'm off. Like, it was like not even five minutes on the mic. And then goes. So, and I just thought, like, for someone, if for someone that's retiring and for someone of his calibre, that's retiring for, from 30 years in the business to the day, you'd have thought that he'd have had something a bit more to say than just, it's my time, I'm off, rest in peace to the Undertaker, and then gone. So it annoyed me a bit, because like, it's a it's a big thing, you know? It is a really big thing, and especially 30 years as well. It just seemed a bit anticlimactic, really, to me. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah. I, I did actually initially think the same thing, but, you know, afterwards, I was kind of just thinking, well, I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like maybe it was actually kind of, it was just right for him. Uh, because the Undertaker character was a character of few words. And he's retiring the character. You know, he didn't come out as Mark Calloway, he came out as Taker. So, I don't know. The, the thing that, like we said in the review, but it was the it was the crowd noise. Or the, you know, the engineered crowd noise. It, it just felt... I don't know, it was just a bit weird. Like, I don't really know how I feel yeah. about it, you know what I mean? That's, it's what I mean, yeah. It's, it's like a 40 minute, long, uh, 40 minute long segment. And that crowd noise was absolutely, it was, it was, it just, it weren't organic, man. It, obviously, it can't be organic because there's no crowd there, really. But it just, it weren't, it just, it didn't sit right. It didn't sit right at all with me. One thing I did really like, though, was the test the coil. Yeah, we didn't mention that yesterday, so we could do it today, I reckon. Yeah, man, that that was so good, and that must have took a, <laughs> a pretty long time to set up as well. Do you know what it reminded me of? What Amazing Spider-Man Two with Electro doing instrument <laughs> Spider? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, no, we love we love the eight bit, don't we? So yeah, it was a really nice, cool touch, yeah. and I did like the fact that they didn't have the fans on. Like, I'm not you know dissing mm. the idea of the Thunderdome, but I just think the like the effects looked really cool. You know, yeah. it, was the, it was very Undertaker. Yeah. I thought I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, he was, and he was retiring the character at the end of the day. I, I don't necessarily doubt we'll see Undertaker or we'll see Mark Calloway in some capacity on WWE television again. Um, but you know what? That when I watched it, that's what I thought. I mean, just because the Undertaker's retiring, I reckon they'll do stuff behind the scenes or even maybe on TV. You know, it's like something to do with like a. Even if it's commentary of some sort, maybe. Because uh, he, he has done that well, before. Performance centre would be better for him, I reckon. Yeah, performance centre. So. Something like that, yeah. He'd be the guy to sort of train all the big men, and he'd be the right man for the job. Oh, to be oh, honest, yeah. we're going to at least see him at a Hall of Fame induction at some point. You know what, right? I'm calling it now, next year. Now he's officially retired, I'll bet you, I'm saying it right now, next year. Well, yeah, I'd find it hard to, to be honest, I because I, I can't see who else they'd have as their um, 
sort of top guy to be inducted. Yeah, it has to be now because now he's officially, officially retired. It has to be. It has to be next year. Have they technically done their this year one with what was it Batista JBL? You know that's the thing because I looked on the network for it and I couldn't find it. But I didn't I even don't... know if it went ahead. I don't think they did, did they? I don't think it's official, but I don't know if I don't because JBL was I don't they didn't call JBL Hall of Fame, did they? When he came out, I know I don't think yeah, they did. I think I think they did. They called Triple H a Hall of Fame, which I thought was funny because he's technically well not the, in the Hall of Fame for himself. So that counts. Well, well, yeah, yeah, but not for himself though. Because Kevin Nash is in twice with NWO. Actually, that's a point. They did say try it two times, didn't they? With Kevin Nash and I don't know. I'll it, tell you what's funny though is when Evolution gets put in the Hall of Fame, Rip Flair will be a three-timer. Yeah, <laughs> that's good, isn't it? He deserves it though. He's Rick fucking he Flair. Oh yeah, absolutely. And when Ministry of Darkness gets put in, you got Edge. Well, well, if if you have the corporate ministry go in, technically Vince McMahon's a Hall of Famer as well. Then no, I think they wait until he dies. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I was just looking at it. I don't think it did take place, but yeah. Well, who was it meant to be anyway this year? Hall of Fame. JBL? Batista? The only person I knew it was meant to be was Batista. Was it Bulldog? So, it was supposed to be Batista, JBL, British Bulldog, Jushin Thunder Liger, uh, the New World Order. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just NWO, which I think would have just been um, Hogan, Nash, Hall and X-Pac. Yeah. Yeah, So, that makes makes X-Pac a two-time Hall of Famer then, doesn't it? And the, uh, well. and the Bella Twins. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. No, they, they were up they, for it. They, 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 kind, be they do deserve it if you go by what they've done outside the ring as well. Yeah, but come on. They're not exactly good in the ring, are they? Uh, Nikki was. better, but yeah, <laughs> Nikki was, um, I'd say Nikki was probably the, the better of the two. It did help. She got Overrated. better. Overrated. Overrated, I think. Overhyped, overrated. Never been a fan. It did help that Nikki got better when she was with John Cena, though. So, wow. Yeah. Can you see me? Yeah, but who's, who said that's, that? That's that's the Undertaker uh, off into the sunset. Then I said it before. It is emotional because he's my favourite. But you know, mm. truly deserves the rest now and just enjoy the life, I guess. Because God damn it, he's earned it. <laughs> My Undertaker. Yeah, it was good to see. It was good to see. That. As much as the, uh, as much as it annoyed me in parts, it was good to see it anyway. And I yeah. think he can. I think he can leave happy with the Boneyard match as well because that was good. Yeah, I mean the, the fact that the guy still kept going is like. <laughs> like I said yesterday, well, like we said in the Survivor Series with you. You know, I'm in my twenties, and. You know, the guy had still easily outrun me. <laughs> yeah, a couple of uh, impact news. Um, the you know they remember at Banff Glory they announced a knockout tag team tournament. It started, and uh, your favourite Jordan Grace, who was building a mystery partner. Do you want to know who that mystery partner is? Yeah, go on. Do you want to guess? It's a person who said that she was retired a month ago. Moose. No, it's. Jazz. Oh. Oh, okay then. Jazz. Yeah. Because she, <laughs> she announced her retirement about a month ago on Chris Van Fleet uh, podcast or an interview she did with him. Now she's uh, in Impact. That's good. That's good. I, I, I like Jazz. I'm, yeah. I've always been a fan. Severely underrated in oh, WWE. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. Because, only because she wasn't the model type. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say it's because they didn't give her a fair run because no. obviously she wasn't the the stereotypical fucking Barbie cover girl, Playboy fucking. But I reckon I reckon she'd look. She would have been better now. Now. Yeah. WWE, but yeah, good for him. Uh, one other thing. She that did happened... make an appearance in that um, women's first ever women's Royal Rumble, didn't she? At Evolution. Um, I don't remember. And she's I'm sure she lo- was in, I'm sure she made an appearance in one of the women's rumbles. She's, she's, she, maybe it was because she did appeared at the uh, Casino Battle Royal. Oh yeah, it might have been that actually. She's done a lot of. I think didn't she do um, All In? She was on. Yeah, she has been in AEW. Yeah, she has done a few AEW, and she was NWA as well. Yeah, so I'm glad that she's still going. Yeah, uh, one other thing that happened on Impact was um, Good Brothers saying they had a phenomenal uh, return. It was only bloody Hornswoggle dressing up as AJ Styles. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I did see that. And it and, was uh, quite funny. <laughs> I think you mean Well, smuggle, I thought it was in AEW. I, I, I just, just don't even go there, mate, because it will make me start raging. Yeah, it's funny that he appeared on AEW and um, Impact like within the space of a week. Well, that's double paycheck, isn't it? <laughs> There you go. He's but, hustling, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a business, man. You got to yeah, make that. Make his, that uh, Twitter still says WWE, doesn't it? So yeah, I don't think he wants to change it. So it's what it is, I guess. A couple of AEW things. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but Kenny Omega says he's been wrestling injured, but he doesn't want to have yeah, surgery. Yeah, I, I um I, I did see that the same time as when I saw um the stuff about uh, Lana. Apparently, he has yeah he has had some sort of injury, shoulder injury, was it or? I think An so. injury? Yeah. Does does that make you think he's not going to be champion now? Well, when I Doesn't saw that... Doesn't it depend that... on how long he's been wrestling injured? Because if you've noticed, he's been getting a lot of that suction yeah. uh, therapy done. And, and that you can notice the marks on him from like the last year. Yeah. So I guess it depends on how long he's actually been working injured. You see, I'm, I'm hoping that isn't anything serious. And it's just something that's, you know, minor rather than anything that's going to take him out. Because that literally, that's the worst thing in the world for me. Is literally the cleaner becoming the cleaner and then having to fucking be out injured. That is literally like nightmare for me. It is unfortunate with the run he's got at the minute, challenging for the title, and he's injured. It's a night. It it would be. I would think I would actually cry. (laughs) I love the guy. I actually, I I actually love him. (laughs) Well, he is great. Yeah. Um. One other thing, AEW. Did you? did you see Ricky Stark says that WWE con- tried to contact him after he made his uh, Dynamite debut? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, they dropped the ball on him, I think. He'd have been a great fit in NXT as well. Uh, yeah, well I think he's better. He's a great fit in AW. Yeah. Especially Team Taz, I mean. Yeah, Team Taz is really coming into its own now, which is nice to see. Yeah, anyway. especially now they've got that, um, that big geezer in with them as well. Will Hobbs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice little swerve. Yeah, I th- I, he, I he's a good that, fit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Two big guys and a little guy. It's always uh, a little big guy. <laughs> little big guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ricky Starks has got that Randy Orton kind of like. Yeah. He gives off that vibe to me. I do yeah. see a bit, a bit of really early Randy Orton. I do see. Evolution he does have a questionable fashion sense, though, doesn't he? He's always wearing them loafers. That's a big thing now. This it's the big trend. And those, does that, um, the... those not quite. Not quite three-quarter length trousers, but sort of in between ankle swingers and three-quarter length trousers. It's sort of it's the it is the trend now. Like yeah, it's weird how things work out in it, but 
That's yeah. the the dressing sharp these days. Speaking of dressing sharp, uh, it's not really news for this week, but to prep you up for next week on the weekly roll-up. We're going to obviously go through the news again for next week, so we'll see what's happened in the uh, in the next seven days. But we'll also be giving our predictions for WWE NXT War Games. War Games! War Games! I am actually going to watch that one, definitely. The only uh, matches we've got at the moment announced for it, uh, and I am bringing this back round to the sharp dressing, because we have got Pat McAfee, and we all remember his nice little uh, uh, appearance suit and short thing that he had. Yeah, the old, the old Pat um, antivirus. Pat antivirus. <laughs> yeah. So... Two matches announced, and it is both the they're both the War Games uh, matches. So you've got the Undisputed Era, consisting of Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish. Mm. They're going to take on the Kings of NXT. Is that what they're calling themselves? Uh, it looks like it. Yeah. Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn, good. Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. See, I'm I'm really I'm really excited to see that because I just you know Pete Dunn again. He's one of my all time favourites. He's great. Ever since he ever since I saw him on that uh, UK tournament. It's just, yeah, he's fucking great, and he's actually he's better actually better. done a fair bit in Japan as well before WWE, PWG as well. Yeah, yeah. Did you see him live, mate? Oh, wait, you haven't. I have. Wait. Oh, Wee. you were, yeah, just like you saw Art of Bridge live and never told anyone. <laughs> yeah, and the only other one at the moment is the women's one, and that's Team Shotzi versus Team Candice, but uh, they haven't announced any participants for it yet, so. I imagine we're going to get more on that uh, tonight. Well, obviously, as of recording, one thing that is happening tonight is uh, Kevin Owens is commentating on NXT. Yeah, so I don't know if they'll do anything there. Maybe, but uh, I don't know if Barrett can make it or not. So why not? Yeah, still an odd setup with everything going on, isn't it? But yeah, but we'll have that for you next week. So prediction times. Um. There's one thing. There's one thing I don't know if we should have mentioned. It was um, FTR winning the PWI Tag Team of the Year. Yeah, and if that's Things right, like, that didn't really make much sense to me there because they was obviously the Young Bucks weren't even in the top ten, which is criminal. And then they had like it was nice to see um, Gorillas of Destiny in there, uh, Tamatonga and Tangaroa, but they was they had tag teams in the top ten that have not been together in months. Or at least weeks. Just seemed a bit out of date to me. I don't know how long that, from when it started to when it ended, but it felt like Etienne only had like six matches in this whole year. I mean, they've all been good. Yeah, it was odd. Yeah. But yeah, FTR probably not my number one, but then again, it's not my decision to... Not your list, is it, you fuck? No. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, Gorillas of Destiny, I would have put them at number two or one. I was kind of happy with um, Sasha Banks and um, Bailey being in the top five. They had a really good run. Banks and Bay, Beastie the Bay, <laughs> Beastie the Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks very much for tuning in, everybody. That's been the weekly roll-up. It you has. can catch us again next week. We'll be back again. We will. Uh, probably just the weekly roll-up next week. So uh, we are working on a few things in time for Christmas. Coming a up. Very exciting episode coming up. It's one month away today. One month away today. As recording, anyway. Well, Jay, where can the good folk find us? Uh, you can well, find us on. I think this week. <laughs> well, last week you found us on PSN and uh, Xbox Live. And um, I think this week, uh, 
I don't know. I can't actually think of anything, so I'll just fuck it. I'll just do the normal one. I can't think of anything <laughs> funny this week. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can find us on, you can find us on Instagram. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. This is, a uh, this, this is Jay doing an impression of Ash doing an impression of Jay. <laughs> you can find us on ex- Instagram. You can find us on. Inception of this. I'm going to do an impression of, of that next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, go on then. Well, she now, innit? Well, well, we didn't really get all the, uh, social media, but fuck it. <laughs> right. If anyone's got any comments about any of the news we've come up with, talked about today then leave a comment on all our social media Facebook uh, Facebook (laughs) Facebook (laughs) (laughs) Facebook Twitter you fucked up you fucked up not as bad as a couple of weeks ago eh? (laughs) make sure to leave us the feedback make sure to get in touch we hope you've enjoyed the episode this week please come back again and yeah Thanks a lot then, everybody. Yeah. Wrestling. News. Wrestling. <laughs> News. 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 <laughs> right. Well, who are we again? Yeah, the three men. Uh, I've been Jay. I am Jay. I always will be Jay. And you never know, I might be Jay next time as well. I'm always Ashley. And I'm Moose. Well, if you were, so I wouldn't be recording with this, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Russ. I'm just Russ. No, nah, he's, he's big. They call him big because he's big. In every sense of the I've word been... where you can say big, he's big. <laughs> and I'm big. And we'll catch you on the flip side. You don't look anything like Tom Hanks. What are you talking about? She taught me how to climb. I taught her how to dangle. <laughs> and cut. Three men, three men. One ball, one ball. I did it, I did it for the people, for the people.